This episode of WDW Today is brought to you by Travelmation. If you're planning your next vacation, you need to talk to the experts at our preferred travel provider, an authorized Disney vacation planner. That is Travelmation. Go to travelmation.net slash WDW Today and fill out just a very simple survey, and one of their team will be reaching out to you very soon. That's at travelmation.net slash WDW Today. Also brought to you by Airbnb. If you're looking to stay in Orlando, need a little extra space, don't just want to do a normal hotel room, don't want to put the kids to bed, have a luxury experience, stay in my Orlando area luxury rental. That is the Airbnb. And people are already inquiring about next Christmas. So you want to get in now. That is at Airbnb.com. And make sure you always click contact and reach out to me first as I try to hook up our listeners with either the best rates or a perk. Whatever I can offer, I do my best. And now, on with the show. Bringing the world to your world. This is WDW Today. Wednesday, January 1st, 2020. Happy New Year, guys. We're supposed to be off. Everyone else is off today. Why are we in here doing a podcast live and in uh, Technicolor? Yeah, we just did a little time travel. Time travel? Yeah. No. Decade travel. My wife won't watch it. Let's not start this. Let's not start this. because My wife won't watch a movie if it involves aliens or time travel. My wife will only watch movies with time travel. Yeah, I was saying, that's a lot of movies now. She's just like, if it can't, that's the fundamental difference. If it can't really happen, Logan's then... wife and Grease's wife, <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. aliens and time travel. Yeah, that yes. means she's never watched The Lake House. Keanu Reeves, Sandra Bullock. Oddly, we've watched The Lake House. Most people should not watch that film. <laughs> uh, Logan well, and I have watched that film together. Yeah, Keanu, baby. What? Why not? It's a good movie. It's got time travel in it. So you it isn't know. what I would call a good movie. <laughs> it's a time traveling mailbox. Yeah. I know. Mm. They put the letters in there and it and that's pretty much all you need to know. Okay. And eventually, spoiler, someone dies. What? I can't remember who. But one of them's dead in the future. Oh yeah. They can't meet up. It's been a long time. I've seen it. It's like Marley and me. Okay. Never seen yeah. that. Yeah. What to see that one New Year's Eve? Boy, that was a mistake. <laughs> yeah. no. It's a good way yeah. to end it. Good end day year. night movie. Well, hope you guys liked our last week's episode. It was that seven-minute, eight-minute uh, holiday special. Mm. We went around the horn. It was a lot of fun. Thank you for, for getting that together. I had a lot together. of speaking well, lines. You know, it was, you, uh, it was a thing. My favorite part of editing it is when Grease uh, freaks out about the length of a passage, uh, then goes, uh, oh, I'm going to stop at this line, has trouble with a word in there, <laughs> And then blows right past the line, and we're all like, we thought you were going to stop, and then he goes back, and that's just uh, my life, is editing, most of my life. Is editing Grease? His editing Grease. I like that he got offended at himself, because he's like, wait, I was supposed to stop at this word. Yeah. It's like, nobody nobody prevented you from stopping. You just went through. There's been a lot of discussion about, you know, original content, like now that the Mandalorian's done, like, what else should come to Disney Plus? Editing Grease is totally a sitcom I would watch. Nope. No. no. It's the get... Imagineering story sequel. They don't have a lot of TVMA 
That's for Hulu. And that's yeah. mostly also, what they, editing they, grease is. Disney Plus's model is is trying to not get people to like to rage quit things. Rage quit. You know what I mean? And like I feel like <laughs> that would just make this. them just rage quit Disney Plus. Speaking of which, I will say this. I am so glad that I did not watch the final episode of the Imagineering story till after oh. I visited uh it, yeah, so I got to do it. The rise of the resistance. What, did you rage on it or something? No, you quit rage because it rage. shows everything that happens in this ride and every little surprise and every little little nuance. I know a lot of you guys who are listening to this. You watch all the YouTube videos. I would just encourage you, do not avoid everything you can about this experience when it comes to rise of the resistance. I will give you a very baseline review, but I'm not going to go into details of what happens oh, scene to scene what if they're not going to do that ride until like next fall don't care it's worth the wait it's worth the wait because you know i saw little clips because i did go um quickly kind of clip through a few things and there is a moment towards the end that people have been talking about uh, that i wanted to make sure was not too intense for my kid so i did watch stuff in the scale does not reflect at all what you can even possibly fathom uh, so i think there is some I don't know. It, it, it just doesn't do it for me. But they showed things in that Imagineering story, which I finished last night, really big scenes that I had no idea were coming. And it works so much better when you have no idea they're coming. So tell us about your experience. Sure. Going down, how did you get on the ride? Yeah. One, that was my biggest question, because yeah. I don't think that you're a 4.30 a.m. kind of guy. It was this day. So Wait, Did you really get did, up that early? Didn't you get to ride it twice? We'll get into that. Okay, we'll get into that. My, <laughs> fa my favorite thing Here's about Breeze let's, let's is leave that part out. <laughs> not knowing storytelling technique. No. Yeah. no. And jumping ahead to the end of your story, he if is, you wanted to tell that part. Yeah, well, well, I'll give you some tips on it. I'm not necessarily going to go into that. So let's just talk about how I did the ride. And again, boarding procedure has changed again even since this, I believe. And it really depends on if it's extra magic hours or whatever it is. So we, uh, I went to see The Rise of Skywalker Thursday night. And my son was pumped. He's like, I want to go. I want to go do the Rise of Resistance. So I said, You know what? I can't believe that they brought Darth Maul back in Rise I know, of Skywalker. It's crazy, it's crazy. That he just <laughs> appears at the end. Double lightsaber, crazy. It was. It was the best. Yeah. And then he what? takes his mask off, and it's Ray the yeah. whole time. Yeah, Ray is Darth Maul. She time traveled. That was actually a mask, not face paint. Right. She used a mailbox to time travel. It was incredible. And then they took that filter off of the blue lightsaber and became really. It's just a fancy Jedi mailbox. <laughs> <laughs> so my son was like, he wants to do it. And I said, you know what? I'm going to try. So I woke him up at 5 o'clock in the morning or 5.30. And After two days in a row of like a tooth fairy visit, right? Didn't he lose like two teeth in a row? He lost two teeth while we were there. First two teeth he's ever lost. Boom, boom. Knocked him out. It was great. So he was you knocked his teeth out. No, no, he One knocked out. Boom, boom. That's a way boom, to boom. do it. Boom, boom. I'll double tap. And uh, <laughs> he went. Uh, so, yeah, it was, it was late nights. It was a lot of fun. We had a great time. But I said, we're going to give it a shot. And what I didn't want to do was we had one rental car. And we didn't want to take the car because it's, you know, my, my kids wouldn't have other way to get there, the girls. Because the girls were not going to wake up at 5 a.m. I wasn't going to do that one to us. Uh, my son could power through it. He's seven years old. If, if he was, if he was just having a rough time, we just would have gone home. Uh, so they got, we got there. We Ubered or Lyft from the Airbnb, which was actually at a suggestion of one of our listeners who stayed at the Airbnb and said Lyft, which I had not lifted to one of the parks, especially not to Hollywood Studios, and it drops you off 
pretty darn close. Like you are right where the sky aligners drop you off. Oh, that drop off is pretty So a good it's location. right there. So we got there at we left at five thirty. Uh, or no, we could get up at five thirty. We left around six. We got to the to the gate before six twenty. Uh, this is where it gets a little crazy. So six thirty. This the park was opening at seven a.m. At six thirty, they opened the doors to let you into Hollywood Boulevard. Uh, it took from six thirty to six fifty eight for us to get through the gates because there was that many people. I mean, it was insane, and you had to be very careful, hold your kids close, and. Because it is packed. But there is an energy like I have never felt before where just everyone is just pumped and excited for their day. And I'm not a rope drop person, but this was different. This was people were just coming off of seeing Star Wars the night before. They knew the new Star Tours was opening, and they got to do Rise of Resistance. Everyone was just going. And they eventually get us in. Uh, We get to see the rocket launch, which was cool while we were waiting in line, though it was maybe not the most successful of rocket launches. It was still cool. Heard about that. It was cool to watch. Uh, Thanks, Boeing. Yeah, we got to. They have it staffed up really well. Tons of tons of people, and uh, then they have all those guest experience people out on the streets. If you do have a problem with your app, but I'll say this: at I was I was ready. They keep making announcements at seven o'clock on the dot. We're going to release the boarding passes. So they tell you that over and over in the loudspeakers. It's going to happen at seven. So we just pulled off onto Hollywood Boulevard, waited the two minutes. Because that time it took us almost 30 minutes to get through the gates. The two minutes until 7 o'clock hit. Boom, at 7 o'clock I hit it. And I was in boarding group 28 of the day. And that day ended up, by the end of the day, was about, I think, boarding group 180-something. So that was on the app. It's all on the app. And you click like, I click me, Riker, next, boom, then you have it. And I went up to a cast member. I said, how long do I have, do you think? And they gave me a, a pretty good ballpark. They're like, it's going to be you know, two hours-ish. And that's what it was. We we got in at 7. We did Star Tours immediately, which I will say the new Star Tours is the best iteration of Star Tours of the new, of these like specialized for the movie ones. And right now, Star Tours is set ride, correct? It's not the... No, it's not on any sort of... Slot it, machine. Slot machine thing. It it's is just, just the narrative from... For the Rise of Skywalker. Okay. So it takes place during the Rise of Skywalker. And it is Which I can't believe they have the spoiler about Darth Maul in the in the in the I did the actually Mal-Hours. think it's not that there are spoilers in it, but I did think like, man, this movie came out last night and this is in there. And this it's pretty like it's the battle of I don't think it's probably it's the battle over the Death Star two wreckage in Endor. Yeah. On the whatever, the, the ocean mood of Endor. So it's that sequence. And you go through that with three PO and uh this will be an only, I guess. I mean, I mean, how far can I take the spoiler? That's the question. It's not a spoiler. Okay, well, usually, if, if it's in a theme park anything. attraction, it's not. Okay, no, but also it's a telling something that happens, it's not like you're I think revealing this is a in huge the ad. plot twist. No, I think it's in the, in, like in the ad is that, you know, instead of it's been, you know, sometimes it's Yoda, sometimes Admiral Akbar does the announcement. Billy D shows up. Billy D, Lando Calrissian goes, hey, Star Tours, how you doing? And I was just like, oh, my. Star Tour ship erupted in applause. That's not a Billy spoiler. D showed up, and it was just—it's just fabulous. It is the best they've done. Uh, beginning to the beginning is the same. The the you're on the Star Destroyer, Kylo Ren attacks or like comes after you. That's all the same. But as soon as you take off to the first planet, it's different. Clearly, uh, Anthony Daniels recorded new uh, C-3PO dialogue for it, and man, it's a it's a blast, a lot of fun. So we got done with that. We had a fast pass for uh, Toy Story Mania. Did that, had breakfast at, at Woody's uh, lunchbox. And by, while we were eating Woody's lunchbox, we got called. So it was only, 
about an hour and a half from seven. Did you to go through that entrance to get in, or did you have to go the other way? They did. They, at that point, they had opened it up. When we first got there, you couldn't go through both sides, but by the time at that point in the day, by about eight o'clock, they had opened up the Toy Story Mania or Toy Story entrance to Star Wars. And I ate at Woody's lunchbox for the first time ever. I had breakfast there at seven o'clock in the morning. I did had you go one of those fancy Pop Tarts. I did not. I had a s'mores French toast sandwich, Ooh. which sounds way better than it is. That sounds too much. Yeah, it's, it's seven o'clock in the morning. It sound good to me at all. Too looking. much. I was hungry. Ugh. It was very early. The that. sausage bowl or the tots bowl or whatever it is is good. Or the tots were good. My son had it's a, no tachos, mind you. My son tachos, had a turkey yeah. egg sandwich, which ended up just being a turkey sandwich because he took the eggs off of it. So he just had a turkey sandwich for breakfast, which he enjoyed. And <laughs> but dad, it's just a turkey got sandwich. Got me a turkey sandwich for breakfast. Seven o'clock. And it's hilarious. <laughs> and we uh, we ate there. Best Definitely used mobile ordering there because oh. the line was wild and mobile ordering took no time. No time to get our food. Finding a table was a whole other deal, but the actual getting the food wasn't too bad. So I'll just get to the to the main attraction and we'll move on. So we get in line at eight thirty into Rise of Resistance. They check your fast pass, or yeah, they check, they scan your uh, Magic Band, and they have instead of like a traditional readers, they all have iPhones or you know something like that to read your Magic Band and to make sure you're the right person at the right time. And so they take a little bit more care in it. Well, what, what if you don't have a Magic Band. Well, then they, your ticket, whatever. Oh, okay. Your RFID your enabled. Your ticket media. Yeah, okay. your ticket media. Uh, so they they read. My son had gotten a, a Baby Yoda fast pa- or Baby Yoda Magic Band at this point, so he was you know pretty stoked. Because who yes. wouldn't be? Yeah. with a Baby Yoda Magic Band. <laughs> and then you get in line, and the line took us about right. We got in around eight eight thirty five, and we were on the main ride by nine o'clock. So it was about twenty twenty five. I'd say the, till the first pre show. Was about 15, 20 minutes, and then by the time we actually got on the ride, it was thirty minutes. Again, I don't know. First, if you haven't read the Black Spire book, which I'm sure most of you have not, it really, especially for my son, changed everything about this line. Because how the, long is the Audible? Thirteen hours. Okay. Something like that. Because the the line is this rebel, you know, tunnel system that was built, and you know if you've read the book, who built the tunnels, why they're there, how the wiring is all done. And it all reflects perfectly. So, and this is my son's favorite character. So he's like, this is the tunnel that, that this person built. And this thing is, yeah. And then you kind of work your way through this uh, rebel hideout in these caves in Black Spire Outpost. Uh, really great. Really great. And what I will say is that by the time you get to the first of what, I mean, they say the attraction's like 27 minutes long or 15 minutes long. That really depends on how long you spend in, in line. Uh, but I would say it's no less than no less than 15 minutes uh, because of some of it is waiting for like the next portion because it's not just one experience. And that's maybe as far as I'll go. It's not just you get on a ride and you go. It's thing after thing after thing. And then finally you get to kind of like your traditional ride. Uh, not unlock, I'd even say like, it's not even like a pre-show like the Haunted Mansion. It's like if there was three of those. But kind of how you move from scene to scene to scene, and then eventually you're in in a line. Uh, how long is the <clears throat> actual in ride vehicle portion of the ride? <clears throat> which which vehicle? I mean, that's the question. Not this the sh- the loading. Sh- not well, the that other is way. as much of a ride. So, you know, really, oh, maybe my favorite part. Really, uh, not my favorite part, but one of my favorite parts. 
Because uh, it was so all different. All cast members are so involved, and this is if this is the if this is the level that they're going to do at the hotel, then that thing is going to be the greatest thing you've ever gone to. Uh, it's it blows it blows it away. It blows everything. <clears throat> Look, I'll be honest, and I'll be you know you don't know this. I'm a like a haunted mansion purist, an old Disney World purist. This is an achievement. This is the greatest thing they've ever done, without a doubt, hands down. It may not be your favorite ride because you may not care about Star Wars like I care about it, but there's no way you could go to this ride and not go, what What was this? What was this experience? I'd also never done like the trackless vehicles, and that is a completely different feeling mm-hmm. and a completely different experience. Your load in and your load out, it was just wild. Uh, and the scale is not lost on anyone. I mean, the people have been talking about this, and that's why I say try to avoid watching videos. The scale of it is absolutely absurd. And, man, I, I can't imagine how big the building is that it's that it's actually in. Look at it on Google Maps. It's yeah. I mean, it's got to be humongous. And it's it's just great. It's I think just, it's four stories. Like, I mean, it's like a giant yeah. office building yeah. that has a right it's, in it. It's great. I got, no, I got nothing negative to say. And this was the best experience I've had in a Disney attraction ever. And I know a lot of people are saying that's what people are saying, and you're just buying into it. I'm not. Trust me, as much as you can, as long as you're a Star Wars fan, even if you're not like the most hardcore, but you're just familiar with having, and if you've seen the commercial, you know, like the original cast of the sequel trilogy is in it or featured. I think that goes a long way, too. And it helped a lot with the Harry Potter rides as well at Universal. When you have... Daniel Radcliffe and Emma Watson and, and you know those guys in it. This way, you have <clears throat> Daisy Ridley and John Boyega and these people in it. It does give it a little bit more sense of of realism. Uh, but really neat, really neat. I have I have nothing negative to say about it. Uh, Trying to think if there I mean, is there any other questions or thoughts before we move on. From Rise of the Resistance. I'm excited. I'm I'm riding in like a couple weeks. A couple weeks when we're done the Airbnb. Yeah. Gonna get my mom up at <laughs> Oh Dark Thirty. And I'd say they also had um, overflow passes. We'll just say it this way. There was overflow passes. Uh, they ended up, the, the initial passes were gone by 7.30. What, just to recap, you got in the park at? 6.30. 6.30. Amanda got in the park at what time? Because I don't know. Yeah. Amanda got in the park at, or, yeah, when they, tried, when they got their overflow passes, um, it was at, well, I guess it was probably around, not about 10 45 okay they still had overflow passes which meant they may not get to you she got a buzz for that around uh about eight o'clock that night and uh so i mean it was a long they were obviously moving people a lot faster here's the thing here's what i've learned i what i've learned is by the time you get to uh the late night overflow they're running at what i would consider zero capacity they're turning people down, and it's bizarre because there's hmm. no one in line. No one. Not a person in line at that point in the overflow time. Hmm. To the point of uncomfortability. Like, why? Why is it? And I stay there. They're trying to get through technical stuff and all of that, but it's a little odd because there are people walking up trying to get in, and, and they're, like, saying no, but then you can tell there's there's literally no there's no one in line. The but highest open. number of capacity that I've seen that the ride is supposedly running at. Yeah according to people that have talked to cast members, is 30%. Yeah, and you can see there's huge lines that they're not even at all touching. Like, yeah. queue areas. Huge areas that aren't even being filled in at all. So this is not going to be the normal procedure. This is just what it is for now. Yeah. And there's a surprising amount of people who do have fast passes, even though there are no fast passes. There are, there a lot are, of those are people hmm. from the previous day. Previous day, 
or were, uh, you know, obviously some are like the the disability accessibility card. Mm-hmm. But even people I could tell, like, there's there were a, a good portion I saw people dinging in the more traditional route fast passes or had paper fast passes, which those are from the previous day if they didn't make it in. Uh, this ride is phenomenal. It's the it's the greatest thing you've ever do. Do not just if you've not finished the Imagineering story, just wait and do it because it's just. Uh, as a Star Wars fan, I, I'm so excited now for the Galactic Star Cruiser because if they bring this level of quality to that, then, man, it's going to be an unbelievable experience. Uh, so, yeah, the only other, uh, before we move on to that, anything else? Any other questions? Any other thoughts? Do you think anything that's in the queue right now for new attractions is going to come close to what this is? Not for people like us i think maybe and people who listen i mean obviously you're not getting the thrill you're getting out of probably what's going to be the tron light cycle it's just a different kind of ride guardians uh, ride maybe, come- maybe guardians guardians seems like it could have some some of those elements but it's it's unlike anything you've ever done most likely and it's really hard to say i i can't imagine something coming <clears throat> close to this at this scale any anytime soon I mean, it's just I can't. I can't. That's I cool. got an idea for the rest of the show, though. What if we do a really, really detailed analysis of the Rise of Skywalker, the movie? Mm. Oh yeah, <laughs> plot point by plot point. People love it. We won't spoil I, the ride, but let's who's just, just say? let's just rip into the movie. I mean, I mean, you've had a week. Yeah. <laughs> One week. Week ten days. I will say, last night. Get yourself to a theater. I saw. I did. Turn off the podcast. A couple new things that I did get to experience. I did. We did some old standbys, Chef Mickey's, that kind of thing. That was fun. Uh, I rode the Skyliners. So, yay! I did it. You lived. I lived. Was he going through water? Nope. um, I did not, but I did look to see where they would be just in case. Uh Uh, We took it from Hollywood Studios to, I guess it goes to Coronado Springs. And then Coronado Springs to Riviera. And we walked around Riviera and saw what that was like. Uh, so the first part of that going from, I'd say, by the way, it's definitely, it's a very fast mode of transportation. It doesn't have necessarily the magic of even like the monorail. Like there's something mm. about it that very much feels like a quick, you're here, you're there. It looks way cooler from the outside than it does it's from the inside. It's shockingly convenient though. That's what I'm saying. As a mode of transportation, it's great. I don't understand why people necessarily want to buy like the merch. Because oh. <laughs> you don't walk out of it being like, man, I got to have this collectible Skyliner. Well, maybe, maybe some, some people spent like an hour in that thing and they want to remember. <laughs> they got to kick you out for three hours. You got to get the shirt. Yeah. Maybe they, got ma- maybe they got married on it. Maybe. It's a very you short should. ceremony. Yeah. Because they kick you off. They, okay. End of the line means end of the line. Like, it, yeah. So you, I, we got kicked off at Coronado Springs. And then from Coronado Springs, you hopped on another one, which there was no wait, which was great, to Riviera. And they kick you off at Riviera. Then you can go back out and get, you can go back to the other side. Even if you're trying to go from one end to the other, you got to. You pick which way you want to go. Riviera is just a continuation from Caribbean Beach. Well, do you stop somewhere from Hollywood Studios? Is that Coronado? Am I saying that? Caribbean Beach. Caribbean Beach. I've met Caribbean Beach all the time. No, no, you get off at Caribbean Beach. And then you get on another line to the Riviera. Yeah. Hey, I've seen a short wedding ceremony. I, I mean, I think it could happen. It's one stop, and then yeah. there's two stops. Yes. So, so the line goes, uh, from memory, I'm not even Hollywood I'm not, Studios to Caribbean Beach. Yes. Across that's the water. The transfer, transfer station. And then you can go to Art of Animation, or you get on what's basically the Epcot line. Yeah. And that's where Riviera is. You, you don't have to get off there because it's only like a little 
My question is if it didn't make us get off there. If I mean, the line that goes from Epcot to uh, you had to get off and change though to pick whether you wanted to go to one side or the other. Yes, like at the transfer station. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you get off there and then you pick. I want to go over here. I want to go over here. Okay, but the transfer station isn't isn't another public access. Yeah, it is. It is. If you're staying, it's so public is an interesting term because you're at a Disney resort at that point. Let's just say you're like at Art of Animation. Mm-hmm. Which is at the end of the line, and you're wanting to go to, you know, Art of Animation. You're going to have to get off of the transfer to go to both both theme parks. Yeah, if you want to go to Hollywood Studios from Art of Animation, can you go there without having to get off and get in another line? You no. Know, if you want to go from uh, Caribbean that's Beach, a ben- that would be a benefit to me. Caribbean Beach, you can Caribbean Beach, okay. straight access to both parks. See, that's an important intel. Especially if you're trying to get to, if you're trying to get there, it's so fast. Six thirty in the morning. I know, I mean, but I'm just saying. Like we saw everyone leaving Hollywood Studios at the end of the night, and it was crazy. So we went from no line to we took it the, the back. We took the Skyliner back to Hollywood Studios, and the line after Fantasmic or whatever was showing that night, it was backed up like crazy. But I do think it probably moves pretty fast. Uh, yeah. There was a stop between Riviera somewhere in Riviera. I forget what it is. So you stop somewhere. You don't have to get off. That's the Riviera stop. Was the first stop? Caribbean Beach. Riviera's a stop. It takes the turn, and then you go towards Epcot. They told us, okay, I can't remember now. I'm just saying, there's a lot of people trying to get to that one destination at 6 a.m. in the morning. One of our listeners said, it's convenient when there's no pause, and it's, it's hot and awkward with other people in such close quarters. I will say that. It was just Amanda and I the entire time, and I thought, honestly, if there was more than four or five people in this thing... It would feel tight, and I really don't want to ride it with other people. No. The, the, title of, like the title of Grease's memoir is going to be Hot and Awkward with Other People. <laughs> yeah. Hey, but you know what? I'm going to be like, hey, you know, if it gets too hot in here, there's an emergency kit in here with some water if you need some. Yeah. And, and we, rode, um, we rode it to Riviera, and Riviera <laughs> is a DVC hotel. I think it's done very nicely. Yeah. It's not over the top. It's not like the exterior is beautiful. The gardens are beautiful, it, uh, but the actual like lobby's pretty small. It kind of reminds you of just like a Bay Lake Tower or something like that. It's like it's not big, it's bigger than that, but right. it's not like insane. There's a little it's very bar much, and lounge. I haven't, I've seen tours, yeah. but that and Grand Destino have a very similar. Yeah. Let's call it minimal theming. Yeah, they're almost just like really nice Hiltons. Yes, there's not necessarily the magic in it. Yes, uh, which. What about I think it's on purpose because the next property they're building for DVC is going to have a, you know, it's all over the top themed with like all the Disney animal movies. Yeah. There's a oh, yeah, this is on purpose. Princess and the Frog. Princess and Frog. A rest themed restaurant nice. coming to Reflections. And so, I mean, I think you're just going to see. I know, wouldn't. I, it's not going to be my, if you're going to stay on property. Especially with kids, I don't think it's probably your go-to. I think it's way like point value. It's probably one of the worst because it's pretty high. Is it high? I could see if it's brand new. I mean, we were there the second day it was open, and it was beautiful. I mean, again, it's well done. I have reservations for breakfast and lunch there, or breakfast and dinner, so I'm excited to try that. And I didn't get to see that. Obviously, that's like on the top floor. Yep. And I didn't get to see that, and I'm sure that's really cool. But we just saw sort of the lobby, the gardens area kind of at night also. Mm -hmm. At night. You see the pool or anything? Like, I don't think we saw the, no. the pool. The, you see the, you will kind of walk past the yeah, pool from the Yeah, we saw the pool, but it wasn't anything like that. It's not special. like if your kids want like a themed pool. It's, it's not, not that kind of resort. 
It's 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 cool. It feels very DVC, and that's good for some people and bad for other people. It didn't blow me away, but it didn't like. I didn't sit there like this is horrible. It was more just like that was fine. Let's get back on the Skyliner and go back. Uh-huh. And uh, we did. They put us in an accessible Skyliner because they were like, hey, it's next. Do you want it? You have to though, wait an extra stop. You you can't get off. It doesn't open. It like takes you around another loop, uh, which is kind of bizarre. It stops more suddenly uh, to get you off. But it was actually kind of cool to see what the other experience would be like if you were in an accessible Skyliner. It was fine. It was good. I think we're going to do that with my mother-in-law because yeah. I know we're going to have dinner there. Just stop. Do that. Just, I will say for me. And you got to wait for one. The <clears throat> And, you know, Leslie has multiple sclerosis, so it kind of, a, you know, balance is an issue for her. Yeah. That moment where you kind of get off and on is definitely a little like, like getting your footing, especially getting off, felt the weird. most weird for yeah. us. Um, but, but that was kind of a, those are kind of my experiences. I'm sure I, we did other new stuff. I have to go look, I have to go look at photos, but those are the big ones. Should we talk about Travelmation right now? Travelmation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about our friends at Travelmation. There was a natural segue right there. That's good. If you're planning your next vacation, there's only one place to call. And that is our friends at Travelmation. And, you don't, really, call? and you don't really call them. You actually go to their website, travelmation.net slash WDW today. That way, they know you came not only from this show, but you get connected with one of our preferred uh, people. They are great. I've worked with them now multiple times. I hear from listeners all the time, including this week. heard from someone this week that was like, you know, Logan, I want to stay in that Airbnb, but I'm working with Travelmation right now. And I was like, oh, I understand, man. I understand. Travelmation is great. So if you're planning on property vacation or really anywhere, they're going to help you out. Again, that's at travelmation.net slash WDW today. Uh, get with their experts. First class service with never any fees. Disney pays them, not you. You don't have to worry about it at all. They take care of it. They'll handle your fast passes. They'll handle your dining. You know what I'll say is we heard from some friends that used a not Travelmation travel agent. And it's super important that you get a travel agent that's going to do all, take care of the details for them. They arrived Christmas Day, Christmas Eve, with no fast pass plans. Uh-huh. Wait, which one did they arrive yeah. on? When like did Christmas they? Eve. Gotcha. Oh. No ADR, no dining reservations. They had four rooms at the Grand Floridian. So obviously a rather expensive trip. Yeah. They the the travel agent booked their airfare, which meant, you know, their the travel agent made a lot of money and didn't do anything. And so oh. we're blessed here at WW today to have a travel agency that takes the extra care and goes the extra mile to make sure you don't have that experience when you show up at Walt Disney World not knowing what to do. They're going to walk you through all those steps. And um, if I've seen just the lines today for uh, Buzz Lightyear's Space Ranger spin, mm-hmm. clocking in at 90 minutes and with a fast pass line that takes you back to the entrance of Tomorrowland. To the hub. To the hub. I would have much rather uh, planned Dang. my vacation with Travelmation. So I assume that those people uh, did not. Did not, yeah. They absolutely did not. So... If you want to know how to get in touch with them, travelmation.net slash WDW today. And if you want to join them, be part of their uh, travel provider. Be per- You're the Disney expert in your family. You can join as well. Just click join our team when you go to their website. Once again, travelmation.net slash WDW today. Everybody else, I've spoken so much. I want, I want other people to talk as my voice is going. Nope. We're going to make you keep going because my, right, so, my idea was shot down. It's yeah. a plot point by plot point uh, thing. And you there's post- other news stories I can't talk about. You posted in the... Uh, listener group and if you're not part of our listener group mm. you should be yes um, reach yeah. out we'll we'll let you in yeah just, just how would we join such a listener you type in group, wdw today listener group on facebook is your name terry i know i'm just kidding <laughs> i My asked terry a question you know, I was, 
It's called a, a pitch setup. Yeah, he softball. softball. Yeah, it was a softball, but jinx the, personal jinx was sort of like a uh, keep away where somebody yeah. else comes in and takes the ball. Yeah, midstream. So was it uh, our, our our actual? I, I use the phrase I get in trouble for our actual friends over at Main Street Mouse. You get trouble for them. Oh yeah, our friends at the Main Street Mouse, Michelle, posted a great Michelle news story. Atwood. Yes. Then what if your states, or what if states? Had a pavilion at Epcot. What if there was a state-based park? And we so, have that pavilion. It's called Dollywood. <laughs> <laughs> so kind of true. Hey, Amen. <laughs> I, I think know. Mississippi State Pavilion is Tunica. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like it's, it's just the, wherever the casino is. Yeah, it's not the best <laughs> pavilion. <laughs> so, but so I now let's kind of like it for a few minutes. If you want on our to home states there. or other states, I mean, it's the Gold Strike. It's not like. <laughs> If you want to end at the Mississippi Pavilion, I understand. I mean, Virginia, I the Canada of Epcot. Yeah. Virginia, there. where Terry and good. I are from, uh, or have lived a, a yeah. good portion of our life, kind of already has a pavilion. The the American, the American experience yeah. is very similar to yeah. Colonial Williamsburg, Virginia. which would be the pavilion. Yeah. Of it's kind Virginia. of Pennsylvania. It's got a little bit. Yeah, of... but I'm just saying, any of those, even northeastern <laughs> states, you could probably do the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, Massachusetts or uh, New Hampshire. Any I feel of those. like there should Snubs. be a tribute to the failed Disney park that never happened. Oh, there you go. Of uh, Walt Disney's America, which was yeah. going to be a Manassas, Virginia. That the fine folks in Manassas decided they didn't want to ruin their good town with a Disney theme park. <laughs> I would just try to make sure that Texas isn't represented just to make everyone mad. Um, oh, you you have to have a Texas pavilion. And no, of course, I'm saying no. You say you don't. It is the biggest from happening. It's bigger than every other pavilion. <laughs> the Alaska pavilion would be dark most of the year. Like it's just, just be the a giant, Canadian pavilion. <laughs> pretty much. the cave. Yeah. For the food, La Cellier. <laughs> Mosquitoes. <laughs> Mosquitoes. Crazy big mosquitoes. They have mosquitoes in it's Alaska? the weirdest thing. Excuse I went me? on a trip. Don't want to yes. go there anymore. Not it that was, I wanted to go there before. It was no so to you Alaskans. My favorite one that came through our Facebook was the North Carolina one, which was yes. our friend Aaron James. They put a NASCAR Bojangles Cheerwine and the Wright Brothers. Well, that's heaven. <laughs> that actually is it. Yeah, yeah I'd be all right. That ain't that. bad. Yeah. Georgia would just be cheeches and red clay sledding or something. You know nope. what I mean? Like, I suggested a- uh, What was the first thing? Peaches. 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 Just peach picks. Peaches. Yeah, you got, peaches. hey, man, we're going to go to the, the peach picking stand. Where I you suggested go, a... Where, uh, where you go pick the peaches. A scattered, smothered, and covered dark ride experience in the uh, Georgia pavilion. <laughs> oh, I'd be fine with that. You okay with that? Yeah. You get to make, like, the options. Like, you get to pick your own you get to make, It's like test track, but... You're with, like, with I'm the, not going chunked, okay? If no, you go no, chunked, no. you're disgusting. There's, like, a coffee table book that just came out called Waffle House Vistas. And it's like photographs. This is from, real. Oh yeah, it's photographs from inside Waffle Houses across the country, like of the outside, like looking out oh, from inside man. a Waffle House. I wonder if Brenda made it. Brenda, <laughs> Brenda, she's is my she... favorite waitress down there in Georgia. Oh. She did not make the book. Oh, I thought people were. I wonder. If Brenda she made it. it. She's like, it's like one day at Disney. No, but no, it's you're looking like out House. the window from your table at Waffle. Oh. House. So it's like the landscape of America it's through the windows of Waffle House. Oh, okay. Through the eyes of Brenda. I thought, he, yeah. I thought you were saying the interiors of different Waffle I did too. No. Because like, they all look the same. Yeah. 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 Like, the era. Okay, so you're looking through Brenda's eyes is what you're saying. Yes. Yep. It's through the eyes of Brenda. I thought you were That's asking better if Brenda That's had way better title. Brenda. I love Brenda, Brenda published Brenda. it. That sounds like, like a Dolly Parton song, actually. Waffle House. That sounds like a Brenda Brenda The Georgia Pavilion would close on Sunday. Brenda, you're this, which I know you're not. No one heard the joke. Yeah. Grease doesn't listen most of the time. Oh, sorry. And John was... Rogers says the Georgia Pavilion would also close on Sundays. 
Oh, but, amen to that. You're my amen Chick-fil-A. Amen to that. Here's an interesting factoid, not related to anything except for closing on Sundays. My brother-in-law was in town and said that uh, we were talking about Chick-fil-A because we were watching the bowl games and they had the commercials. Oh, my gosh. You have an Australian accent. Is that Is Brenda? Siri? Is Brenda <laughs> your Siri? No one has the Australian accent. We know what he's into. It's weird. My wife accused me of not, like, you okay. know, like getting out of the All house right. and going on a cool vacation. So I was like, no, I do. I go on vacation so, every time so, I have Siri. So he was saying that, that there was um, a very close deal to open uh, Chick-fil-A in Kuwait. Is that he, he's a teacher abroad over there, but it fell apart. They had like everything hammered out. The uh, companies have to be uh, sponsored by a larger corporation in Kuwait. You can't just like open a business. And so they were going through this big like conglomerate and they were going to open it and all this stuff. And it fell apart. The final contract negotiations because Chick-fil-A was adamant about being closed on Sunday. And they're like, well, that's Tuesday here. Right. That's our normal work day. Because their be their like holy day is Friday, yeah. Mm. Because it's it's an Islamic country, and so he it, like that it, it broke down fully. He's like, well, like we're fine if you want to be closed on a day, but like that's a Tuesday. You're essentially closing on Tuesday, like a random day, and so that's what made the negotiations fell apart. Now this is third hand knowledge, but I assume you know somebody Jesus checked facts. their facts. But I thought those an interesting it is interesting. discussion. Interesting. What about the Tennessee Pavilion? I mean, I think got Graceland. Well, I was just saying, it's, uh, it's pretty much Dollywood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but for really music. You would probably have, you'd have country music, like, show. <laughs> yeah, like you would have, opera. like, a uh, uh, Elvis ride where you're going through the, you'd have the a little, Graceland Mansion. Would, would you'd have you a little Elvis ride the, the Mississippi Would you Nashville? Some neon lights? Yeah, what else Maybe a John Rich bar? Yeah. Better yeah. have a go-kart track. Like Oof. a real one, like a wood oh, one with that's the a good swirly swirls. Yeah. Laser like tag. For sure. Laser tag. Maybe haunted house. I'm just listing out pigeon oh, boards and Gatlinburg forge. attractions. It's a part of part of Dollywood is what I'm saying. And there's a petting zoo. Yes. Mm-hmm. Definitely. There's bears. Definitely a pancake house. <laughs> you can some a pancake house. A haunted bears. house in the back of some strip mall. And there's uh, goats on a roof. <laughs> goats and goats on a roof. That's in Georgia. Uh, yeah, there's two. I mean, two that locations. kind of area of East Tennessee, Northeast Georgia, okay, and so North, you're saying, Western you're North saying, Carolina are their own special. So you're saying place. the Georgia mm-hmm. and the Tennessee Pavilion would share a wall, and there would be a muddy, muddy middle there. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. They, they, like, they just caught the gray area. <laughs> they would share goats on a roof. <laughs> yeah, they just. It's a gray yeah. area. It's across yeah. the state line. Goats on a roof, right in the middle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's fine. You, that. you ever been there? There'd be a Shoney's. You go into uh, breakfast the buffet. character, oh, character breakfast with the Shoney Bear, and right by the wall where you <laughs> kind of into that now. Fireworks the everywhere. Is at the very front where the hostess is. There's 500 different brochures for stuff in a hundred mile radius. <laughs> yep. Well, in the in the pavilion for Florida, they would just it'd be the third gate at Epcot. These brochures free, <laughs> you know, because they already got the two gates. You mean it? You just, it would just be a Florida would be hard because you have to represent the Gulf Coast. You have to represent. <gasps> You'd have a, you'd have some sort of a space Everglades thing. space. I think Alabama would probably have yeah. some. Space. Also, Florida it does feel Florida. like four different states. It is. It's not. But they always do that. It's the same kind of thing. Like uh, <laughs> we're gonna is. we're gonna split it's California not. in two. They're always like we're gonna cut off Florida and Orlando. Orlando up, and then South Florida is different. <laughs> so it's like a like a internal state and everyone from tennessee is just in the in the panhandle they're just there yeah it is true i went down the panhandle it was just every every car 
had a Tennessee plate on. Yeah, it. But it was like we all just moved down there for a few days. That's what you, when you go to the Destin part of the. It's, just, yeah. it's, it's all, like all the schools in the city the that you're time. from had this thing called spring break. Still though, like an you eight saw hour the drive. John Acuff graphic, right, with their Snapchat thing. <laughs> his daughter. I don't follow. You're that. the only person. No, who he, he posted them. a picture of it. It was hilarious. Right. It was right. Which right. Would, they were yeah. on their way down to 30A area, or whatever, and posted a picture, and it's all of her friends, and literally they are on I-65. There are like hundreds of them. All of them traveling down to 30A. It's hilarious. It's like we we basically just evacuate down there. Right. Yeah. From 30A, man. Spring spring break, bro. Everybody's going. PCB, baby! <laughs> oh. Man, this show well, has fallen Logan apart. Logan commissioned that, the Squidbillies guy to make us a podcast one. Yeah, yeah years three ago. years ago. I know. That was yep. great. <laughs> Thank you for that. Know, Good call. Saying, that that, was, that information. was a cool That was a cool gift. Yeah. All right. What else like is cool it. from three years ago? Is there any other states that I feel like I just did the world showcase because we did a bunch of the Santa Clauses. Yeah. And some of those are are wild. So I could see how I could fit in. Like we did the Norway barn, the mischievous magical barn Santa. Mm-hmm. That thing was that's a mess. Man. Are you impish or admirable? Uh huh. If you haven't done it, it's that's still not it's not too late to do the Santa Clauses if you happen to be there. Oh, man. We did Father Christmas in England, which was like the most traditional, sweet, mm-hmm. big green suit. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. And then we moved on to a Hanukkah thing they have, uh, and they have a delicatessen set up. <laughs> and, uh, Isn't it, is, it has like a very, what's the name of it? It's like... Uh, uh, L'Kayim. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They yeah. have the L'Kayim Pavilion, which has a black and white cookies, uh, which someone described to me as, these are too wet. And they had a pastrami sandwich with a sweet pickle, uh, which people were disturbed by. And I think potato lock is. Where was this? This is in Epcot. Between it's. They right, did this actually. It's right, yeah. open right now. It's right outside the Morocco the Pavilion. Sand. This doesn't seem like it should have been able to get past. They. I know you shipped me that. <laughs> How did this get by? Like, I mean, it's great. Yeah, we're they doing tell the this. story of Hanukkah. A storyteller comes out, lights right. the I loved it. Hanukkah ended last night. So it was great. But no, yeah, they come out. Yeah, but it is overlooking Morocco, which feels a little weird. A little strange. And, uh, <laughs> then we did the mischief. We did the Chinese uh, New Year. I don't think it was that, but it was the, uh, the dragon running around. There, yeah, there lions, which was amazing. <laughs> which I think they do that all year, but this was like a holiday version. Totally see that. And then last we did the mischievous magical barn Santa, and that thing is out of its mind crazy. My kids were asking about like, do we have a barn? Can we leave stuff for the barn Santa? Wait, what? <laughs> because it's this like sounds a, like something that happens in the Grease's backyard. Yeah, he's like this sort of. He's more like the Norwegian Grease. He is. He's more of a, a barn Santa. Barn. He's an elf. He's a little elf that lives in the in the barn. And uh, they put on a little funny. Is this show. a Disney thing or is this like is this no, real no, no, lore? No. It's a like, real. It's a real deal, man. Barn Santa. I don't know if that's what it translates to. Uh, <laughs> well, I don't I, do I get that if I join the podcast Patreon? I get the Barn Santa? Oh, yeah. Is that yeah. part of the, the package? Well? I mean, if you join our Patreon, we'll find you a Barn Santa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll find. Uh-huh. Yeah. And if we can't find one, we'll make one. We're going to put we'll uh, a white one. beard on Grease. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. Me. I'll sit in a barn. <laughs> we know. We also went to the reopened... Uh, Winnie the Pooh meet and greet back there in the UK. Oh, is that back? It's back open. So you go. I mean, it's been years since that thing has been open. I remember it, shutting that thing down when we first started the podcast. Yeah, there's, so it's, us- it's, there's usually nobody there. There was good. There was no one there in line. Like uh, you were there. Like you were there until it. Like I it went, was. <laughs> when we took over the podcast. <laughs> pre-esque. 
I know that. No, I'm saying no. He it's said three years we ago. Were there, we were there when they it's shut it. Like it was ago. like the last we were, day. We went like the last day. It was operational. Oh, then, okay. Then like the next day was like our first. God, and now it's back. And it's it's pretty cool. I like that little meet and greets over there in the corner <clears> of the UK Pavilion. I assume that part of the UK Pavilion will not be open too much longer. Mm-hmm. As it's definitely where they're going to build the Mary Poppins attraction. What's the, what, what is it? What's that? Is it? Do we it still don't know what that is. It. No, we don't know what it is. And then the only other thing I did, I did the Christmas overlay of living with the land which which feels like something that you'd find in the state version of epcot it makes you wonder why they don't just do a christmas overlay of everything if this is what we're gonna like i liked it i like living with the land but imagine halfway through they went down to home depot and this is no knock on it because actually the kids loved it and i liked it went down to home depot figured out what was on clearance and hung some lights and there was a few snowmen there's some cool stuff in the ground that lit up. Like really, some really Sandman snowman. Yeah. Sandman snowmans. And they had these cool like light pods. But like when you go through the tunnel, it's just like string lights uneven, <laughs> unevenly crossing like your neighbor. And But I liked it. I thought my, it was fun. My favorite point that you made is why did we not put lights on the house in the in, in the dark yeah. red portion of it? Yeah, they like, had to have not. That would have been the easiest thing to do. Right. Even a wreath. Uh, <laughs> clearly they weren't. Was there even a wreath? No, they're nothing. No one would have taken literally two minutes. I think they probably weren't allowed. There's some reason. But. Mm. Or, My- or Michaels was out of reefs yeah. when they went to Michaels to get it that day. Right, Hobby sad. Lobby was sold out. Sold out. Normally it's 50% you, off. You can also um, try out the Tron uh, vehicles if you want to give it a shot, see what it'd be like to ride it. They have them parked outside. You can just go get on the Ooh. ride car. So I got on those. Me and Riker took pictures on them. It's pretty cool. That looks pretty fun. They're an odd feeling, but they're they're cool. Imagineering stories got me stoked for that ride. Yeah. Trying to think of all the other new stuff we did. That's kind of we ate at Rock and Brews at the Margaritaville Resort. Yeah, it's wonderful. <laughs> wonderful. All of you are just high all of record. us. We all left the park and we were all tired. The kids got hungry. I was like, you know what? I who doesn't ever disappoint me? Gene Simmons and Paul Stanley. They've never disappointed me in my life. So I pulled up and uh, we pulled up to Rock and Brews, which is just opened outside of the Margaritaville Resort, uh, kind of overlooking a beautiful Target, uh, and. <laughs> that Logan is obviously. I feel like, like the new version of the, of the show, like you know, all those Red Christmas Service boxes. Morimoto. Like I feel like we should. I think Target. Target should Target's on there. Yeah. Or, or Logan's Target. We I've, should nev- be, I've never not been in that. I've never gone there. That should be a shirt Target. just that you sell. Walgreens Target. Yeah, I've yeah. Ubered to that Target on Christmas. Uh, <laughs> are you just waiting for an opportunity to pounce to go to Target, or is this just naturally it just happens? Happens. It's Just like oh man, especially at the house. There's just stuff you need right. sometimes. Yeah, totally. So we'll hop down. To, and it's open late, so we're there a lot. Uh, but the Rock and Brews there, I'd only gotten to go before. Staff was phenomenal. Treated us incredibly well because we were a bunch of, you know, we we show up there. It's an intense group. And first they're like, hey, we're going to wait. Or you can sit outside. And it was cold that day. Uh, but they had fire pits going. But imagine a table that was like regular level, but you're in a booth, a, a square booth. Or a, no, a square. Yeah, a square booth. Uh in just huge flames right in the middle. Like, no way a kid is, could ever sit at this. And they were just like, and we said, oh, we can't do it. We can't put our kid. We'll be stressed out the whole time. And they were like, we're, we're, you're not going to have to wait. A manager came by. I'm turning off the fire. He went and he turned off the fire. It was awesome. We had Food was out fast. The staff was great. They had beer refs coming up, giving us free trials of things. Yeah. I was in heaven. I, I don't know them. if I want to go to a restaurant where they have an option to turn off the fire. That was great. We didn't they gave start the kids, the fire. They gave the kids coloring sheets. was like, design your own flying V guitar. I was like, this is the greatest place ever. <laughs> they have a giant mural of the Georgia Theater outside. 
just of CBGB, uh. the George Theater. I'm like, dang it, this is this is great. They have they have Longhorn skulls painted in kiss makeup, and it's yeah. and it's the the place that someone referenced a, a beer as being super super. Oh yeah, I okay, I will give them a plug. Yeah. there was a rep <clears throat> that came by from Crushable the, from it. the beer company. Let me find it. Hold on. Y'all talk amongst yourself for a second here. We yeah. had a rock and brews in Albuquerque. I went one time. The food was okay. The food is okay. Is, the it, food act- is, good. is it owned by Gene Simmons? It's owned by yeah, Gene Paul. It's a chain. It does not surprise me. Uh, we don't have one here. It's like a Hard Rock. If the Hard Rock's food was, I feel like, better than yeah, it was better than a Hard it's a Rock. Better oh, than it's a hard better rock. than Hard Rock. Yeah, I'd say that at yes. least if there was the experience one experience was better. Two thousands, like early two thousands Hard Rock or like Hard well, Rock. It's not as like memorabilia as Hard right. Rock. So what right. I'd say is that for Hard yeah. Rock's sake, it's. It would be more akin to something that if it was one here in Cool Springs or in Green Hills, or whatever, you would just, you could be like, okay, we'll go there. Or a Hard Rock, I feel like, is a tourist attraction. Yeah. yeah. This is more like a restaurant. This is more like a family restaurant. Yeah. Like a Chili's. Like, like when we, I didn't realize it was a, a thing when we went, you know, because I had never been there. We're going to Rock and Brews. Okay. And we went in and then it was like, oh, this is like a, a themed place. I had no idea. Yeah. yeah I came by from Walking Tree Brewery representative nice guy and he gave us like a flight of like little tiny samples of all their different kind of beers and one of them you're right was called pool day and he goes oh man it's i guess i was like that's oh, good he's like yeah it's super crushable <laughs> that's which, the which is which it's is the way of saying which like, almost had me order one because yeah, i was like, that's like the give greatest, me a six pack <laughs> i've got a pool it's almost yeah. it's basically water is what he's saying yeah, but super, you know what the calories crushable. are high you can crush it super crushable super yeah. super, super crushable <laughs> that's the most orlando thing anyone can super say crush, yeah. bro. it makes crush. me it makes me want to pick a barrel of whiskey with will and just Call it super crushable and just crush it. Find the lightest. Crush that barrel of whiskey. Right. Yeah, that's just, that scares me. What's wrong with that? They had a they had a, okay. a hot sauce on the table called Solomon's Punishment: The oh. Riddles of Sheba. <laughs> what? Pardon? <laughs> Did you break one of the bottle? Uh, I don't. That's was, when they turned the fire back on. It was bottled, I believe, on. in Claremont, Florida, oh. as you'd expect, or uh, or one of those. It was one of those names. Okay. <laughs> we all gotta right. all go to the I can't show breeze. the label on the screen. It's, it's biblically no. hot. What's it called again? <laughs> biblically hot. Yeah, that should be the answer. It's biblically hot. <laughs> biblically hot. Yeah. Hellfire and. <laughs> We're going to turn the hellfire off. Right? Yeah. Something yeah. Oh, say. this is Gene's Demon Hellfire. We turn it off. Yeah. Super. They do have a, de- a demon burger. It's just covered in jalapenos. <laughs> it just looks like it's dripping that in jalapenos. Demon Hellfire is super crushable. Well, this one is this Solomon's Punishment doesn't have anything inappropriate on it, but it's just called uh, <laughs> Sun Drenched Habanero. Which drenched, sun drenched is an intense description. Are, <laughs> we should get sponsored by that. You're making me think there should be like a Dante's Inferno themed restaurant. Can you imagine? That would be Solid terrifying. <laughs> I just want to be there when they came up with that name for the hot sauce. Like, what are we going to call it? I don't know. Yeah, Solomon's this label, punishment. I got to see what label you've got because this one is uh, just a pepper. Nope, not the one I have. Nope. You call it Bathsheba? Some, so Solomon's Punishment is clearly a... Um, a popular name. Oh, Riddles of Sheba found it. Same company, actually, uh, that I was looking for. Mm. Let's wrap it up. Uh, Aaron's watching from Coronado Springs Pool Bar. So you know what? That's a great place to, to be. Yeah. Next week on the show, we're going to have some cool stuff. Can't say what. We'll say. Just stay tuned. You're never going to know what's going to happen. Mm. Oh. New Year is going to bring some new 
uh, things and some things that you're going to want to listen for. Yep. Yeah. There it is. Well found, Sheba. <laughs> is that a spicy pepper? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> they have a diff, uh, alternative labelings for the uh, They turned the fire off for <laughs> the labeling. Yeah. They didn't in Rockin' Bruce. <laughs> I did walk in. They were like just... You know, because I told him, man, I was like, it's Kiss owned, but it's not like a Kiss themed restaurant, which mm-hmm. it's not. But we get in there and it's just crank and lick it up super loud. And there's Vinny like <laughs> on the screen. I was like, okay, I can't really say uh, anything. I'm like, this I'm is my heaven. Yeah. Uh, no, honey, she's it's like, not really a this Kiss restaurant. And this and the guy's coming over to our table saying this is super crushable. Crushable. <laughs> Crush. And I'm like, welcome home. Logan yeah. has his jean jacket on. Oh, I love that. That's what I got for Christmas. <laughs> Was this on the same day as Christmas? It was a different day than Star Wars. I think it was a different day. Okay. I was about to say, because that was a heck of a day. But I went to see Star Wars, the movie, at the Studio Movie Grill, which is right next door to the Rock and Bruce. Mm. Not the greatest place to see it. It's what gave me uh, the idea. I think yeah, that you, may have been my problem. You did complain about the, the people. Like, you just felt like, were they not fans? Or well, like- that was packed. I think it was people who, it was like the people that couldn't get into Disney Springs Rejects, which was like me. We're like, let's go see it here. But the problem is you had the staff up and down and... The lights are not 100% dark, but a little too dark because then you don't know what you're eating. I love the eating and watching. I think for Star Wars, we were in the back row. I probably would have wanted a different experience. But from when we saw Aladdin, it was great. So just, I'd say go to the movies that you don't have, like, it's not going to change your life. Uh, but there are people if, cheering. If you see, and like, stuff. a head walking across the screen. Yeah. Because <laughs> okay. every time they're like, you're, I'm sorry, you're here's the bell. The, and I'm like, could you stop it? You love the cheering. I, I do don't like the cheering. cheering. I like the cheering so, too. You guys know, went opening but, night. Did yeah. you, were, was it full on like normal? It was, was uh, the five hundred the, first there. I went the to, mood in the theater for, with Will and I. There was like it was thankfully subdued. Yeah, it was like three big cheers. But was the was there like in the lobby? No. Was there a costume? Oh, when I, yes. when I, I yes. yeah, they were because I, I actually yeah. got a message from one of them saying, "Where are you?" Oh, yeah. where, <laughs> they were there. I didn't pay real. attention. I'm I snuck over Bruce. to the, the freestyle machine. <laughs> where are you? I'm in Rock and <laughs> When I went at midnight, people were packing up. The people in costumes, gotcha. they were they were getting they the were local garrison. Mm-hmm. So we, I couldn't get. I didn't know. I was out of town when tickets went on sale. And that's when Logan was like, oh, yeah, I'm going, we're going to Airbnb that's open that week. And I'm like, oh, man, we're not doing our traditional, we all go to the movies together. I, I need to go get some tickets. Yeah. So, like, they were all, it was all, like, front row seats because that the theater is all, like, reserved seats, which kind of changes how you buy movie tickets. Because if you go and you get on and it's all front row yeah. for a movie like Star Wars. Not going. You're yeah. not going. Yeah. So, like. Which I like. There's a couple of theaters that you can do it. Yeah, but, but I, I just didn't want to go do the, like, after you've screens. done that once. Yeah. Like you want, it's like seeing it at the studio movie grill. It's there. You saw the movie. But you, you, <laughs> we you tried to do it between eating spicy chicken sliders in the dark, which I went the next morning it without was seeing it. That's tough. And it was sold out the next morning, but it was it was nice. When I saw it, at, I, I went to a straight up midnight show, and it was yeah. packed. And I'm pretty sure that's where I got the flu. Was at the movie theater. You know, I'd say that's right. good. That's because, probably right. Pro yeah. tip. Oh, yeah. Pro Will, tip. Will's <clears throat> throwing it out. Brought some disinfectant wipes. And because right before we went to the movie, my wife handed me them and goes, "If you get the flu by like so going to the movie theater, right, and bring that business home." Yeah, my I don't know what thing. she didn't say. So like, Will and I wipe those seats. So she hands it to me, and I sit down. I start wiping the seat down. Very and Grease like, "I'm gonna run to the restroom." Like comes, Niles Crane comes back. <laughs> no, Grease comes back with like a power walk. Like, a, oh man! Oh, he, yeah, goes, I forgot about goes, this. 
saw like four guys go to the bathroom and not wash their hands. Every Give me those sing- wipes. Give me those wipes. <laughs> Every single person that I was in the restroom with completely walked They're out. They're spreading yeah. the flus. They came in there with refillable uh-huh. popcorn yeah. buckets into the I, toilets. I, 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 I thought about it. I thought yeah. about it. Like, so Breeze wiped it down, and guess what? Neither of us got the flu. And two, there guys. was two guys that thought that like, oh, it, it was sold out, but we want to go to this particular theater, and they they didn't. I guess they didn't know that it was all reserved seats. They didn't they understand. Were, they the were concept. in our seats, and then they moved over when we got there, and then they moved over again I when some other that. people got there. I'm like, no, this is this not what you do. I know. I that makes me sad whenever you go and people are doing that. It's like it's not 1998 anymore. You can't just show up and claim a seat. Right. In their defense, it's more like it's not 2017. In their defense, <laughs> it's been like, I didn't know maybe. that Breeze and I had reserve seats. So from, from <laughs> he, after, he's like, we're right here, and I go. Oh, hey, yeah, I'm fine with sitting there. That's a, No, he was, no, these are our seats. These and are I'm like, ours. what kind of world is this? Yeah. Yeah. After, after this is a modern world. This is three or four shifts, they just, they just walked out. Because uh, I, I told them, I said, y'all know it's sold out, right? Like, because I knew what they were doing. Can you just show they, up, bro? They were, oh, yeah, 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 you know, whatever. And then finally, after they had to switch from that seat again, after I told them, then they and stuff. then they had that look on their face like, man, I can't believe this happened. That's what I did can't at the Leonard Skinner happened. documentary I stumbled into while waiting on Dr. Sleep. I was like, well, there's like two seats open. I hope no one shows up. They didn't. Wow. Uh, last thing before we wrap it up, because I didn't remember I did this. This will be like two seconds. Uh, I went to Disney Springs for dinner with my wife one night, and nope. we decided to do Morimoto Street Food oh. and then move our way to the boathouse back of the bar there. Oh, and that's worked out really well. Street Food has the ribs, but they're tiny. But they taste practically the same. They taste like the... Uh, so they just take the reject ribs? They sort of taste like a uh, Panda Express version of the ribs. Like, they're not freshly made. They've been out there a little while. But if you're just looking for a taste... Same price? No. Is they're pricey? No. Oh, a lot cheaper. A lot cheaper, tiny. Okay. I mean, they were like little kind of ribs. Like they were like three ribs. Are we talking like Applebee's? No, no, they're ribs. Like riblets. But three little ribs. And then we got that, and we got what something else. I forget what. Egg rolls or something. And it was actually pretty good. I'd recommend it. If you're just looking for a taste of those ribs, which is what we wanted, we almost went to Morimoto. I was like, no, let's just go to street food, get the ribs. We did that. You walked right up. It was no problem at all. Uh, and then we did, which one of your listeners on the podcast was saying that about Boathouse. I've Only when I'm with the kids have I gotten a reservation at Boathouse. We always just go and just go straight to the back, to the floating bar that's in the back. It's full-service dining. Uh all the food you want, great service. You can listen to the live music, which bleeds over to the other music that's happening in there. It's a little bit of a it messes with your mind. But it was a little chilly, so I had to go buy a boathouse hoodie. So now I look like I uh, work at the boathouse. Uh, but the options were, Congratulations. Were, were very limited. They had $150. Like the fleece that you're wearing, Terry, was like 150 bucks, And it said, I'm the captain in my household. And I was like, I'm not wearing this. Nope. So I went through all of the different things and finally found one hoodie that just was small said the, the boathouse. And uh, the boot house, the boat house, <laughs> yeah. and, uh, it was a misprint. Yeah, and it was on clearance, and I got it with my annual pass discount, like for like forty five bucks. So it went too bad, actually. Yeah. Hoodie, but you got to be careful there. But we did that. We did like makes it a progressive dinner through Disney Springs. We were our two favorite places. It was great. So check out street super food. crushable. Check out check out street food, and uh, yeah, they have the Knob Creek Disney Select there in the back of uh, hmm? in the boat back house. of the boathouse. Yeah. You uh, you and Knob Creek have a love hate relationship. We do. It went well though that night. Good. All I've seen you love. get any? Did you get a chance to look at the overlay on uh, Jock Lindsay's at all? Did not go in there. Okay. Did not. We did those two things. And that was about it. All right. That's Plugs. the weirdest overlay I think they've ever done. 
I didn't see it. Like the Christmas overlay on a bar. Yeah, <laughs> we got Santa's pub. It's always Christmas. Huh? In Nashville? You ever been to Santa's? Never been to Santa's. No. It's not like full on That's shocking. Christmas. They have a tree. Yes, but it's not like... It's Christmas to some people. Okay. It's <laughs> oh. a trailer. All right. It's also in a trailer. All right, should we wrap up? Yeah. Probably. They, they, they moved the ceiling up, though. Yeah, they, they changed the whole thing. You got any plugs? Uh, the mic cast. <laughs> it's not awkward at all. It's a good transition into the mic cast. This week's episode, we're talking about uh, insecurity, because this is like the part of the year where you get super reflective, start thinking about all your mistakes. Or at least I do, so we're talking about that on the sounds, podcast. Check it out. Sounds similar to the podcast. Grease doesn't dwell on his mistakes, I'll tell you that. What? He can't remember them. That's different that, than not I dwelling. like what he did with the plug. He's talking about the last episode. Will, do you want to talk about the last episode of the podcast that we have? The, our side project? The vodcast? No. What? Oh. No. Talking about the podcast. Just, no, we did have episode of, the podcast. I had, had some coffee and... Oh yeah, we don't. That one's not up yet, is it? I had some I coffee. Just the video. Yeah, no, it's up. Last week's. Maybe it is not the honey one. I listened to it this morning. The honey one. No, the makers one. Oh yeah, you can talk about it. Well, no, I just made. I made the first five minutes. I think is worth is worth a listen on that one. Just to, yeah, it's interesting. You know, it's the one with about makers mark mm-hmm. on it. In the five top memories or something like that. Yeah, because we got reflective right. on the show. That's good. Because you know it's about to be a nostalgia. New, it's about to be a new decade. That's we know Will loves nostalgia too. It's not about to be a new decade. It's about to be a new decade. It isn't. It's the twenties. <laughs> I agree with you. <laughs> you should. That's fine. You're allowed to. You're wrong. You and McNair are the only people you and I say preach. No, little... actually, no. <laughs> it's like anyone who has any concept of how the calendar is. I know. I know. I'm wrong. You are but I wrong. Like to be right. It's fine. You're allowed I'm to think you're right. I'm just saying that first decade. You're just saying the they decade only, They only said it the was decade the decade changes, though, right? Technically, if you want to get really technical, you can measure 10 years back and say any out. year is a new decade. Yeah. Cool. Uh, it's arbitrary. Cool. But when the like the year, there was no year zero. <laughs> With Keanu Reeves. So therefore, <laughs> it's 1 to 10 was the first decade. And so then 11 to 20. This was continue on for two thousand years. I would say because there's a BC. There I would a say zero. because okay. you're dumb, a, you don't know what you're talking about. You need to take some BC degrees. This was the same argument Brought that happened about BC with the the graduating sure class of the year two thousand, <laughs> and then my graduating class two thousand one. This was an argument that happened. It's like you're not actually the graduating class of the millennium two thousand. Exactly, grads. that was a big thing. I remember that this. it actually the this was the same. Stuff gets regurgitated every every ten years. Ten years. Yes. Am I supposed? To, am I decade. supposed to stock up on spam and fill my empty two liter bottles with water again? Yes, you are. No, <laughs> only you. My mom did that for the uh, Y2K. Y2K. <laughs> Didn't we all? She bought a lot of spam. Yeah. Still eating it. That also, would be another part filling of the... up empty two liter water bottles with like spam? use no with tap water. How to get sick? Yeah, it creates a cesspool of that bacteria. <laughs> yeah, you like watch it grow. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> that so was the original like Twitter. Twitter was the Y2K water bottles. <laughs> oh man! Right, anything else? Just uploaded an episode on making elephants fly with Jeff Barnes. Who's Jeff Barnes? Jeff Barnes, Doctor Disneyland. Doctor Disneyland. And I learned something. It's the last one of this decade. Yeah. <laughs> so Terry's not doing a single episode next year. Incredible. <laughs> 
Doctor 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 Disneyland. He wrote a book called The Wisdom of Walt. It's a different. Yeah, but you can. That's the podcast subject. You can check out Mickey on the podcast on your favorite podcast player. Yeah, fun episode. Cool. And. Well, you got anything special? I, we did a thing where we did five things we like memorable pours of the year. Um, so yeah, you can go listen to that on thepodcast.com. All right. Yeah. And for me, as you know, as always, if you want to stay in Orlando and you're looking for the perfect vacation, you're looking for the perfect place to stay, and you don't want to deal with that mess. I do have a plug, actually. Okay. Sorry before because uh, we have a Patreon. Uh huh. And. For our patrons, we've been doing something new, is we are filming every episode. Yes. So kind of like this feel. You get to see it. Uh, but only patrons get to see it. So we release it just to patrons privately through Patreon, and uh, you won't get to see that anyway else. So if you want to do that, patreon.com slash the podcast. If you listen to it and you want to see me and Grease interact, and it's less edited. It's pretty fun. So. All right. There you you get to see all the all, all of the, like. My cringing. Yeah, all of Grinch. what it does go off the rails, you just let it go on the. Well, the good news is, is it's kept Greece more on the rails okay. than normal, knowing that there's like video the running. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, mm. check that out on Will's Patreon. Airbnb.com. Airbnb.com, the perfect stay for Disney visitors and golfers. If you have a golf family or golfer in your family, we can help you hook that up. Private pool, billiards tables, beautiful view of the golf course. Bright and spacious home is everything you need. And so much more. Five bedrooms, seven bed layout in the gated resort community of Reunion. It has its own restaurants and bars and a lot of other things that you can access. we got PlayStation 4, classic arcade games, uh, so much. You just need to take a look at it. Go to the website, play around. That is at Airbnb.com. Check out the availability. I know currently we are uh, we had do have some January openings. If you're going towards the end of January, there is some openings there and openings in February and March. And uh, there's some some spots here and there that are full. But overall, even if it says it, just reach out to me. You never know. Sometimes there's cancellations and movements. We'll get you on a list. Uh, that is at Airbnb.com. And until next time, Will. We'll see you. Oh. oh, I did also want to say for Airbnb, before we wrap it up, um, our photographer, Thomas Morgan, this is in some kind of sad note, uh, passed away. This weekend uh, was a or not this weekend, the day before yesterday, Christmas Eve. Um, terrific guy, great friend to the theme park community. Some people knew him, and some people didn't know him because if you were a fan of Halloween Horror Nights, uh, there was always these secret video recordings of the Bill and Ted shows that came out every year, uh, and they were always amazingly done and edited multi-camera. Uh, fantastic. And they were always fantastic, and we actually had him on Scare Zone earlier this year, and or I guess it was earlier beginning of last year in 2019 and his voice has changed and modulated. He didn't want people to know it was him. Uh, but sadly uh, he had cancer and uh, he was also a great photographer. And when it's just sort of a shout out and prayers to his, his wife and little kid who I've been in contact uh, with, I know they're doing some, some stuff for tributes for him. And again, I just wanted to I'm, I just give a little bit of a, a message to him and his family, uh, a friend of our show, a friend of scare zone and the horror nights community and the Disney community as well. So just wanted to give a little, uh, you know, Heads up and prayers to him and his family. So uh, that's a, I know it's a sad way to end, but you know we try to take care of our own listeners as much as we can and help and help them and their family. So if there is a way for us to help, there may be GoFundMe's. I know there is a GoFundMe up there right now. Just take a look at it if you feel like supporting. Uh, please do. I did. I hope you do as well. All right. Until next time, thanks for listening, everybody. Happy New Year. 
We hope you have a blessed 2020. Start of maybe a new decade. Well, yeah, depending on how you're counting. Depending on when you start counting. I'm Logan Seculo. I'm Will Haynes. I'm Terry Weaver. I'm Matt Lott. And I'm the Grease. And we'll see you on the next show.